Sylvia Tausch. Begins now, and it begins with the air quotes other quarterback that the Green Bay Packers have on their roster. I don't mean Danny Etling. I mean Jordan Love. Now, again, it's not like Goody hasn't been effusive in his praise of Jordan Love in the past couple of months. In fact, he made a comment either during the bye week or after the season. The bye week was the first week-ish of December. After the season, he talked on Friday, the 13th of January. And at one point, he said that they they have two starting caliber quarterbacks. They have two really good quarterbacks. So it's not like he hasn't praised Love before. But listen to Goody here at the NFL Scouting Combine with the Wisconsin media that are attending it. And listen... Was it listen between the tea leaves? Something like that, yeah. And think about the way Goody is praising his 2020 first-round draft pick who is entering his fourth season and has made one career NFL regular season start. Here is Brian Gutekunst. Am I the only one not hearing him? I think he's actually quieter than he was in the beginning of the show. <laughs> the, the perplexed look on Jesse's face, I'm not amused by necessarily, but I'm concerned with it. I don't hear anything. You're not hearing it. Okay. I'm hearing it just fine. Taush, were you hearing it at all? No, I'm not hearing anything. All right. Well, I'll, I'll edit that in a minute. I don't know if anyone's Why don't you tell us what he said? <laughs> what Goody said. Well, hang on. I'll get you in just a second. All right. Jesse's going to work on that. He's got a new computer, you know. Yeah, they he's changed computers while he was gone. It's always, the, it's always the tricky part when you take five, six days off and you come back to new equipment. Hey, I get it. It's, it's, not, it's not overly easy to do. Um, so I get why Jesse's struggling. All right. So, nevertheless, when we have that, we'll play it. But the bottom line is he was effusive in his praise today. No doubt he's ready. All he needs to do is play, et cetera, et cetera. He's ready to be a starter in this league, et cetera, et cetera. What is he trying to do there? Like, let's talk about ulterior motives. It's not just I want to – I'm just telling you that he's he looks really good or we really like him. There's There's always reasoning behind it. Now, he also said, whether we hear it or not, that he has been in constant contact with Jordan and his representatives, keeping them updated, which I also thought interest, was interesting. All right, Jesse, you've got your new computer figured out. Now we're back to the old computer. Huh. Well, it seems like a safer play. <laughs> Not in doubt, quite frankly. <laughs> All right, so let's try this again. Here is Goody on Jordan Love. Yeah, I just think the comfortable, comfortable in the offense and the confidence in it, I guess, is the biggest thing. I think he was, uh, you know, making quicker decisions and just letting it rip a little bit more. I think he was thinking less and playing more. Um, you know, certainly um, he didn't get a lot of opportunity during the season to, to, to go out there and perform. But the, when he did, we thought we thought he executed very well. Um, but I know just, you know, watching him through um, practice, not only in the offseason last year, training camp, but into the season, how he approached the weeks, 
Um, it was just a different level of intensity, I think, week in and week out than there had been prior. All right, now that is Goody clearly at the podium inside the large media area at the Indiana Convention Center because you can hear other people talking in the background. Uh, Tausch, did that sound... That sounded more measured to me. Sounded like stuff I've already heard from him about Jordan Love. You agree or yeah, disagree? Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I still think it's... It's a different tone and a different vibe than what we've seen in the first two years, two and a half, three years of Jordan Love. So I think I think they're trying to figure out what's going to happen. They want to make sure they feel good, that Jordan Love feels good about where he's at. So let's say Aaron Rodgers does decide to come back. And mm-hmm. Goody, whoever ends up making that decision, says, yep, all right, you're back. I think they want to make sure Jordan and his camp feel good about being here because in that article you wrote in December where Jordan was asking to be traded (laughs) if he didn't play, you want to make sure everybody is on board. I think you you want things to work out in the best case for the Green Bay Packers, which I think right now if everybody that isn't really irritated with Aaron Rodgers would say – Let's do one more run at this thing. Let's hand this thing off to Jordan Love with another year of development and then go from there. I think that's what most reasonable Packer fans would say. But there's also the fact they want to get a bunch of draft picks and they want to do this. If Aaron Rodgers wants to finish his career in Green Bay, he can make life miserable for the Packers if they don't want him. And the report that McGinn and uh, Tyler Dunn did about being a – he's never going to back up Jordan Love in green. He's just not. That ain't happening. This might be a part of where Brian Gutekunst is saying, let's make sure Jordan Love feels as good about this as he can in case he is the backup quarterback. We want to make sure he's happy so that he will stay here and not raise a stink like he did in that State Journal article. <laughs> Accurately depicted, clearly. So – I guess the question that I would have with that, though, is if Aaron Rodgers comes back, we do agree that Jordan Love is going to say, hey, man, I don't want to sit for another year. I'd like to be traded. And then we would also agree that Goody's going to say, I totally understand where you're coming from, Jordan. I understand your frustration. I totally get it. We're not trading you. Don't That's you think? Say, if I was you, wouldn't you agree with all that? That is points? how I'd play it out, and and I don't know where Jordan's uh, leverage point would be, so I don't know what how that would play. But yeah, that is what would happen. I mean, I would want Jordan Love to say, "I need to play," right? And I would want Goody to say, "Well, tough luck." I mean, yeah, it sucks. I get it. I I want you to want to play, but that's not where we're at. And then we'll see how that plays out because. Just like in 2008, I don't know what would have happened. Aaron Rodgers could have made life miserable for a lot of people, too. And he wanted to play because he wanted to play his first year when he got drafted. Then he wanted to play his second year. He was ready to go. Listening to Goody, he believes Jordan Love is ready to go. Mm -hmm. How much is that in play, too? Jordan Love is 
probably 10 or 15% of what's going to happen. I think this is still going to come down to Aaron Rodgers, where he's at in comparison to what Brian Gutekunst thinks is the best-case scenario, unless, of course, Mark Murphy steps over the top of everybody and says, this is how it's going to be. He has that right to do that with the structure of the Packers organization. And and that let, I just want to spend a little time on that because I think that's something that with everything else we've got for the show today, uh, we'll get to more in-depth tomorrow. But that's not something we've spent a lot of time talking about in recent weeks and months, right? We've kind of accepted that the structure is what the structure is, and Mark Murphy, who is not the owner... He is the president and CEO of the publicly owned community-based Green Bay Packers. That he has created a structure where there could be a difference of opinion, and at least in theory, Brian Gutekunst doesn't have more say in whether Aaron Rodgers is on the team or not than the head coach, Matt LaFleur, should have. In theory. If they're on the same plane of the organizational flowchart and they both are diametrically opposed to each other on, I want Jordan, I want Aaron still. I don't love him as much as I did when he was winning back-to-back MVPs, but the coach still wants him and the GM wants to move on. They have created a scenario where Mark Murphy has to decide. Yes. Yeah, I... I just I, I keep wondering back to that and what you know they don't announce when they sign Brian Gutekunst to an extension and Matt Lafleur to extension. Why the heck did they ever announce that they changed the power structure? They could have done that in house and nobody would have known. Why announce that? Well, I don't know if they announced it so much as there were questions being asked about it at the press conference. No, they announced and then it. he answered they the announced question. It. On their website, Packers.com, they announced it, and then they did a presser, and that's when you asked the question, what the hell do you think makes you feel like you can do this, and that's why Mark Murphy didn't like you. the hell do you think you are? So it's neither of us liked the structure. You then went back and kind of said something to Mark Murphy when he was on our show the last time, and probably the last time he'll ever be on our show, uh, that that he made the right decision to a certain extent. You need to have someone in charge. These decisions are hard. There is a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of other things that go into it. You always need to have the best interest of your football team at heart. And when you take the that out of the hands of the person that you trust to build your roster, mm-hmm. it makes it more Mm -hmm. complicated Mm -hmm. it leaves you open to more questions because goody could easily say you know what man i'm out of here i wanted to go jordan love roger struggles next year you just leave that you don't get the feeling everybody is working together on it when you do that unless you're winning and things are swimming you need to have that person that is running it and i think you felt like that was the case, and now it's just starting to feel like there's some cracks. And we'll see how it plays out. Uh, so you know how I feel about this sometimes. I'm kind of up and down on, God, this is just so exhausting, right? And I, I let that get to me. Now 
Here's Ian Rappaport. The clock is ticking for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and the longer it goes on, the more staying in Green Bay seems possible. We just spent the last two hours and 15 minutes talking about how the pendulum and, you know, the, the, the safety net and the ropes and everything else. And then at 11.15, I mean, look, Ian Rappaport is plugged in. He is. So, again, I ask you, what are we doing here? Like, it, how, we're, we're trying to parse words, and we're trying to read between the lines, and we're trying to read tea leaves, and Tim Van Voren has given his feel for what it was like in the room, and and Domofsky's going to be on Center and talking about this, and they're talking about it on... I mean, it's just... The Aaron Rodgers Industrial Complex, right? It is a cottage industry. It's living and it's strong. So I think Rappaport can look at this and say, the longer it goes on, there's going to be less options for Aaron. That's his point. I don't think it has anything to do with what he heard from Goody or any of his inside sources over there. It is going to look at, there aren't going to be 30 teams knocking at the door to trade and pay Aaron Rodgers. There are going to be a very select amount of teams that have the option to do that. Then you have to marry it up with a place Aaron will actually go. No doubt. So that's why my theory on this the whole time was that he'd stay until I heard Brian Gutekunst this morning. There are probably two or three teams that are in play. If it continues to drag on, which is what that tweet just read, it is less likely because teams want certainty. They want cost certainty. They want roster certainty. They want to know where they're building, what they need to do. The longer it goes on, the less options Aaron Rodgers will have and the less options the Green Bay Packers will have to deal him. And and maybe at some point we'll say this is where we're at. And this is all under the heading. Aaron Rodgers still has not said that he is playing. Correct. That we all agree he will, but that doesn't mean we're going to be right. And it allows them to keep saying, until we have those conversations, all options are on the table. Because he has to say, A, I want to play. I'm playing in 2023. Then he has to say, B, I want to play in Green Bay. I don't want to be traded. And that's where... If I'm rooting for anything, that's what I want him to say. Because then I want to see what Goody does. Because if he really and truly, as you're swinging on the pendulum and reading the tea leaves, if he doesn't want him back and Roger says, I want to come back. This is where I want to end my career. I'm going to restructure my contract again so you have some flexibility so we can sign some guys. Then what? Then what? Is Goody stuck then, Tausch? No matter what he wants, if Aaron Rodgers comes back and says, I'm playing in 2023 and I want to play for, I want to play for us, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be traded. I want to be a Packer. I want to deliver on what I said at my locker on June 7th, 2022. 
I want to end my career as a Packer, whether that's after this year or next year or whenever else. I don't want to leave. And Goody says, that's great, but I'd rather have Jordan as the starter and we're trading you to Tennessee. Really? You think he could do no, that? Rogers, no, Rogers controls that because yeah. of the contract that Correct. he signed. Exactly. So the question is, does Rogers want to do that when you're blatantly told, I want to move forward with somebody else? I feel like that's probably like you're married to somebody. They say, get the hell out of my house. He's like, well, no, I'm just going to stay here. I don't think that ends well. Sitting on the couch. So feet up. I don't know. Eating a TV you dinner. Do, you've given Aaron all of that say, but Aaron is not going to sit in a situation he's not wanted or feels like he can win in. And if that is what Goody's response, which I don't think it would be, I can't imagine Aaron saying, yeah, let's stay. So there's a still a lot of moving pieces, but the Brian Gutekunst we heard today is leading you to believe he would like to move forward with the franchise in a different direction. Don't know if that's how Aaron Rodgers feels yet. We'll play some Twitter trash or Twitter treasure next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Upstairs between uh, segments there during the commercial break, saw our guy Rob Domofsky on SportsCenter. I would like to let you know that there are other quarterback quandaries being discussed on SportsCenter. Uh, they're talking about Derek Carr, who does factor in, right? Like if the, say, New York Jets decide they'd rather have Jesse's guy. You know, I wish that I had Jesse's guy at quarterback. That factors into the Rodgers equation. And then they also had a portion of the program dedicated to Mr. Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson, and the things that Sean Payton had to say today. Sean Payton is at the NFL Scouting Combine, while some other head coaches are not. Time now for Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure. You only find two things on Twitter. Trash. Yes, I love trash. And treasure. Treasure. Brought to you by WM, the leading provider of comprehensive waste management services in North America. Learn about career opportunities in Wisconsin by visiting careers.wm.com. After a week absent from Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure last week, the GOAT, Steve the Homer True at ESPN Homer, at 10.30 this morning... Love is next quarterback for Green Bay. Get used to it. Just a question of when, not if. Twitter trash or Twitter treasure from Homer? Um, Yeah, it's treasure, but it doesn't really tell us anything. Like, when is that going to be? That's what we all are curious about. And if Aaron Rodgers comes back... Is Jordan Love got enough leverage to get out of Dodge and go play somewhere else? So maybe he's not. I would agree with Homer. If the uh, percentages, 
Jordan Love is going to be a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers at some point. Whether or not it's going to be the 2023 season or the 2024 season, it'll be one of those two, or he will never be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So it's an interesting tweet, but it doesn't really give us the when, and that's the answer everybody is looking for. Um, So is there a scenario where he's wrong? Is there a scenario where they actually do trade him? I don't think so. Uh, and I, by him, I, I mean either. Jordan Love. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. I just don't know how much leverage he has. And if I'm Green Bay, I'm not trading him for a third or fourth round pick. Right. So just do not. you give? And and I think you've advanced this theory before. Uh, they want a decision from Rodgers by March 15th, which is a little over the two weeks away because February is only 28 days, which I don't understand why that is, but we blame the Romans. And then they have to decide on the fifth-year option for the 2024 season for Jordan Love by May something. Right. You've advanced the theory that they would give him the fifth-year option even if Rodgers is coming back for 2023 as an enticement to stick around and be okay with another year of backing up? is that am I If I'm not depicting that accurately, please correct me. What I would think they'd want to do is something like a bridge contract, give him actually more guaranteed money than the fifth-year option, get him for two or three years so that they can work something out. If he's good, if he's not, they can get rid of him. Jordan Love would get a little bit of that cash. But to not fifth-year option him, then you're forced to franchise tag him if Aaron leaves. It's safer just to do the the fifth-year option number for Jordan wouldn't be anything crazy. It's twenty. It's twenty million. It's twenty, but for a starting quarterback, that's child's play. Then you have to let Aaron know this is it. Correct. Then Aaron goes, wins an MVP, wins a Super Bowl, and you're like, whoa, what are we going to do here? Then you trade Jordan Love. Somebody will take Jordan Love on a one-year, $20 million deal and let him see if he can play. So to me, it would be a no-brainer. Yes, if you believe what – if Goody wasn't just paying lip service and saying what he's saying, if he believes even a big chunk of what he said this morning, mark it down, pay him the 20, and move on with your life. Jesse, what's next? Zach Rosenblatt covers the New York Jets for the Athletic. He tweeted one hour ago. Teammate adjacent. One hour ago, Zach Rosenblatt said, Joe Douglas, Jets GM, will now be speaking at noon instead of 11 a.m. at the NFL Combine. Matt Schneidman, who covers the Packers for the Athletic, That's another teammate of Jason. He quote tweeted that tweet from Rosenblatt with the Batman old school cartoon thinking, rubbing the chin. Oh, the chin rubbing. Twitter trash or Twitter treasure from Matt Schneidman, who appears to be stirring the pot just like Tausch was with his, ah, for Joe Douglas's speaking time being pushed back. Well, I mean, the Jets are one of the few teams that, could pull this off and with Nathaniel Hackett and everything. So yeah, of course it's intriguing and that's that's the part of this that I think people are sick of, but they say they're sick of it, but you just can't get enough of it because everybody wants answers. You can go through and figure out the different routes to get there. At some point we'll get those answers. 
Don't think today is going to be that day. Well, what do we think Joe Douglas is delaying this for? Because he's having a high-level meeting with Goody? Well, they're all in the same building. I can't go at 11. i got to go at noon. Uh, Goody and I are sitting down and talking about the trade parameters for a Rodgers to the Jets trade if and when we can make it. That's a great, that's really good open honesty. You talk about transparency. If that's what Joe Douglas said, the media would have to be really happy with him. We would be, but I don't think he's going to say that. What's next? Last one. There's a possibility. There's a possibility. Elmo's uh, had an 11 o'clock reservation, mm. not a noon. Yeah. Sure. And he had to get, get there early to get that mm-hmm. scrimp. Got to get them scrimps. Speaking of the athletic, uh, Jason's colleague at the Wisconsin State Journal. I got a lot of teammates. Jake Kokorowski making his Twitter oh, trash or Twitter treasure debut. If Woj, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, breaks a story, it's a hashtag Woj bomb. If Eric Name breaks a story, do we call it a hashtag name drop? I'll hang up and listen. Twitter treasure, Twitter treasure. That's treasure. Jake Kokorowski trying to get the name drop going for breaking news from Eric Name, Tausch. Uh, total, total treasure. Uh, Jake does a great job, works really hard at his craft, and he's got a little wit. He's got a little wit to him. That's clever, fun. That's what treasure Twitter trash, Twitter treasure is all about. That is a complete treasure tweet. Agreed. Absolute positive treasure, and what a place to end Twitter trash or Twitter treasure presented by WM. If you didn't get enough of Jesse during Twitter trash or Twitter treasure, congratulations. Whoa, Nelly is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. While the conversation continues to revolve around quarterbacks, specifically Aaron Charles Rodgers when it comes to the Packers, there's other stuff going on too. Let's explore some of it in Wonell. If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning, I had breakfast at Tracy Rocker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. I gotta stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for. Whoa, Nelly! On Wildy and Tausch. Seeing some more audio clips from Brian Gutekunst meeting with the media this morning at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Here's something that he said about Aaron Rodgers and a timeline for when he's hoping to have everything done. Yeah, you know, we're going through our process as normal. Um, so, obviously, free agency's coming up here. That's an important, uh, you know, part of what we're doing. So, it'd be nice to have some answers before then. But uh, until we have any conversations, we're, we're still in a good spot. What do you think when you hear that? Is that him putting like a definitive deadline on things, or is that like, oh, that'd be my preference, but unfettered Rogers can do whatever he wishes? No, I think he's he's. I actually thought it was more blunt than normal. He's saying we we need it 
by March 15th. And I think Aaron, throughout this process, has been pretty consistent that he'd get an answer back to them sooner rather than later. And it does make you wonder if the timing of things, if it isn't, there's just there's so many ways. Jason keeps saying it's that Warshak test. You can find a way if you want. And I have wanted the Packers to keep Aaron Rodgers. So everything, I'm looking at it through a prism of, well, this could be, well, Aaron wants to drag this out. So there are fewer options. And so that he can stay in Green Bay. On the same, on the flip side of it, what Goody is saying there is we need to we need a decision made because we got a lot of things we need to get done as far as building this roster out, regardless if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback or not. Didn't he sound like he was just sort of saying words there, or is it just yeah, me? Yeah, it was a word salad. No, it was nothing. I was actually yeah, it was a nothing burger. To me. Which makes me wonder. Again, if he's just, he just doesn't know what to say because they, like, here's the part that is bothering me all Why don't you say what you mean day. to say? Like, like uh, that band, say what you mean to say. Well, who sings that song? I'm not sure. Because I'm not I exactly don't know. sure if that's a no, song No, it's a song. No, it is a song. Say, say, say. Um, no, say what you mean to say. It's like uh, Sarah Bareilles. One of those hippie bands. Maybe. Say what you mean to say. Say what you... I think it's say what you need to say, maybe? Whatever. I've heard it both ways. Um, regardless of the song. The biggest thing today that I don't understand, and I know you got to give people space, right? Got to let them go through their process. Uh, Packers have had a lot of time. But, they haven't played but, a game in two months but nothing but a few text messages since his exit interview his decision well, he didn't have a phone. everything he didn't hinges have a phone on his days. decision yeah, he didn't have a phone for four or five oh, days and okay but you but he had a phone before and he's had a phone since like why not yeah, talk more explain that to me i don't think the relationship with Goody and Aaron Rodgers is as good as it was on June 7th when Aaron Rodgers said he's finishing his career in Green Bay. That is that. clear to most of us that are watching. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Matt LaFleur may not be in Indianapolis, but Derek Carr is with reports that he is set to meet with the Carolina Panthers, who are obviously in search of a quarterback this offseason. Sleeper team for Aaron. You know what would make a ton of sense to me? Is if the Carolina Panthers would bring in Aaron Rodgers and draft a young player. That makes a ton of sense to me. Seems like a good time to do that as opposed to 2020. So the Panthers did draft Matt Corral last year yeah. from Mississippi. You can open up those he's, hey, he's open just up okay. those gates. Let old boy run out that corral and into the into the freeway, whatever it is. Uh, Come on, Winter Come Wonderland. on, wasn't that uh, good? <laughs> just got trampled. I, it, I said he's just oh, okay. I don't get it. The okay corral. Okay corral. Yeah, you're just you. You just wish you would have thought of it. No, mine's better. 
No. No. If you're corralled in and you let somebody out, no, mine's better. Jesse. I think they're both great in their own way. They're both okay. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. Would Derek Carr make more sense with the Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, or the Green Bay Packers? Whoa, Nelly. I'm, listen. Whoa, Nelly. I'm done Whoa, with your obsession Nelly. with Derek Carr. I'm done with it. He's not quarterback in the Green Bay Packers. Wherever he goes, he'll be a nice fit. I spent way, way too much oxygen talking about Derek Carr on a Green Bay Packer Wisconsin sports-based show. I'm done. Until Derek Carr becomes a Green Bay Packer, Chicago Bear, Minnesota Viking, I'm donezo with Derek Carr. Whoa, Whoa Nelly. Nelly! Wow. I mean, it does directly affect well, the quarterback market. It's pretty significant. All right, if the Jets sign him, we'll discuss. All of this speculation <laughs> for Derek Carr. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, if the Jets sign him, then we can talk about him. Well, that would not would that not change the narrative a little bit? Jesse's brought up Derek Carr. Morning's brought up Jordan Love. That I think that's true. Actually, I I I will agree with that assessment. I would like Why for that trend like, to continue for the next year. Since you since you really oh, now love you want Derek to talk Carr. about him. Uh, what is with Derek Carr that you love so much? His average mediocre quarterback play over the years, or why do you love Derek Carr so much? But I can't get to the bottom of this. I think he's a fun quarterback to watch. He reminds me of watching Favre in his heyday. It's fun. Because he has number four? When, Nothing to do like Favre. When what are he, you talking about? When he has Throws solid protection or half a defense, he's a very good quarterback who leads teams to the playoffs, and I think in the right situation, he it's can... win one playoff game in his whole career. Well, one, they... they were a great team a year that he got hurt with two games left in the season. It's true. Okay. That is true. He had a good year. Whoa, Nelly! He's also been, unfortunately, in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs for the last five, six, seven years, who are all-time greats. It just feels like you really are pushing this car initiative. Really. <laughs> You're pushing the car Unlike those people that didn't help Josh DiMaggio. Whoa, Nelly! Last one. Today is February 28th, as has been well documented with the calendar. Well, that got ignored, too. The OK Corral and then that. One of Becca's... I, I just... I was thinking you're really on today. I guess I didn't voice it. You, you've been good. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks very much. One of Becca's best friends was born on February 29th on a leap year. So if you have a... I wish I was a leap year baby. It's kind of cool, fun. right? It's a great icebreaker from a conversation standpoint. There's always... Oh, isn't that too bad? Like, what a great, easy conversation piece that you have in your back pocket at all times when it comes to being a leap year baby. There's, I don't know if there's a better icebreaker from a just, I want to get to meet people and have conversations. It's interesting. It's intriguing instantaneously when someone says that. Yeah, but oh. how, how do you broach it? Like, you just, you're just you just going around to little groups at a dinner party? Hey, you know what? I'm a leap year baby. I was born on February no. 29th. If you ever left your basement, it's pretty easy to when you get in a conversation to to smooth that. To shoehorn in, hey. I was born on no. February 29th. Nice to meet you. I'm Jesse. You got a birthday this year? I don't. 
Bam. You're having dinner in June, and you're getting in the leap year baby conversation. Boy, I can only I can only go to the nitty-gritty once every four years. Well, that's another way to do it. So there's a thousand ways to do it. There is. Okay. My, my question was going to be, if you have a February 29th birthday and it's not a leap year, do you choose to celebrate on the 28th or the 1st? 28th. Always go early. You never know what tomorrow holds. Always go a day early. So you're celebrating your birthday on February 28th in case you're dead for for March 1st? Is that what you, is that what you're saying? Guess you never know. Yeah. That is what I'm saying. You ever hear the you ever hear the old Latin phrase carpe diem? Yeah, seize the day. There you go. That's why. We will seize your responses to the Twitter poll before we go. Oh, no. Uh, uh, it took you a while uh, to figure this out. Oh, I, snap. I, I, no. Perfect week. Uh, it's not a perfect week. Perfect week. <laughs> it's not. Uh, and also, uh, I, I, I legitimately did not figure it out until Jesse said trivia in my ear. Oh, my God. Now I'm now Now I... I'm stressed out. Uh, Jesse, what's the category? What color do you want? Marquette Trivia Tuesday. Not a Badgers Trivia Tuesday. Marquette going for the Big East regular season title tonight. Marquette Trivia Tuesday. Caller three for Dwayne Wade. Caller three. 844-770-3776. Threes makers. I can't believe yeah. I didn't realize we hadn't done trivia. I have. I feel blindsided right now. We'll close up the show with trivia. Caller 3-844-770-3776. We'll play next. It's Wilde and Tausch. That is indeed Sarah Bareilles, and the name of the song is Brave. Well, if Close. he's really going to do what he wants to do, he's going to need to be brave. We bravely end the show with trivia. Let's get started. Oh, snap. Will the Intouch contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh, Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do, experience Oh, Snap Pickled Veggies. Oh, snap. Let's welcome our contestant in. He is a first-time contestant, and he's kind of in my neck of the woods. It is Dave in Shawano. Dave, good morning. How are you? Morning, fellas. How are you guys doing? I'm We're good. We, good. Don't have, we don't have time to chat. we got to go. Sorry. Question one. <laughs> I hope you'll play again so we can chat with you longer. Question one in Marquette trivia. Which player holds the top three places in Marquette men's basketball history for most points scored in a single game? With 53, 52, and 51 points. Is it Marcus Howard, Henry Ellenson, or Big Linda Lewandowski? I'm going to go with B. <laughs> it was not Big Linda well, either. It is Marcus Howard, unfortunately. Question two, Tausch. 
Uh, it's Big Linda Lewandowski, just to continue to you know, enunciate properly. All right, Marquette has won nine of its last ten games to earn at least a share of the Big East regular season title. Which of these teams is the only opponent to defeat Marquette since January 19th? Is it Providence, UConn, or Villanova? Uh, Providence. Okay. Not only are we Why rushed. Can't be Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah, I'm, Dave, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, forty seconds. <laughs> One more. The Big East men's basketball tournament has been played at Madison Square Garden since 1983. The longest active streak for a conference tournament played at one venue. Holy cow, this question is long. Which of these cities hosted the last Big East tournament not played at Madison Square Garden? Good question. Good luck to you. Is it Syracuse, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? We're going to go with Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we're going to get them all wrong. Dave. I hope you'll play again. You still have one entry into Friday's drawing. Hartford. We got to go. The answer was Hartford. Goodbye. Gosh, I hate it when we do this. Thanks for coming along for the ride with us today. Have a great day. Take care. Be good. Miss any of today's episode of Wildey and Tausch? Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? Commercial-free, full-show podcasts are available free on Wisconsin On Demand. A wide array of opportunities abound at Waste Management. The work-life balance at Waste Management is very important. We have such a team unity. When an individual has to go to a doctor's appointment, other guys have no problem helping out. A lot of individuals here take pride in their work, which is something that was foreign to me from previous jobs. Not everything's on my shoulders. There's a teamwork.